We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Yeah, I just went out there and did what Swaggy P do. <laughs> Teammates played great, and we um, came out with the victory, you know? I'm just trying to really get my, my NBA 2K rating up. You know, it's 12.02 right now. If they want to fire me at 12.05, I'll go home and find something to do. I'll have a good day. Welcome to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, sponsored by Trapper Keeper. Where's your homework? It's Friday, February 26, 2021. Alex Berutha here with Shannon McEwen and also Ken K. Train Kreitz. All aboard! You can find this podcast as usual, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and now YouTube. We would appreciate nice reviews. Let's jump into the news. Uh, Tobias Harris left last night's game due to a right knee contusion. Uh, he left in the third quarter. He's getting tests done today to make sure it is structurally fine. He is questionable for Saturday's game against the Mavericks. Uh, Shannon, I'll toss it to you. If Tobias Harris misses any time, although we're kind of bumping up against the all-star break here, but is this a Mike Scott situation? Is this, who who do you think steps up here? Yeah, it's a tough one. And I think the boring answer uh, is not, I I mean, Mike Scott's going to see a nice, a little bump, 
Um, but really, it's Ben Simmons. I and mean, this isn't exactly how it's played out because Tobias has basically played all but two or three games this year. Um, but I really think Simmons is the one who's going to have to step up. Um, we've already seen we've already seen kind of the the uh, the peak version of Embiid this year. Um, I expect him to just keep rolling, and, and then Simmons will just take uh, more responsibility in the offense. <clears throat> but could we see also, a little more? You think we could see a little more Shake Milton? Move Simmons back to power forward. Go back to traditional point guard lineup. Yeah, and, and that's actually where I was going to go with it next. Is just guys like Milton, um, you know, Curry, Isaiah, Joe, Tyrese, Maxey. I think the the guards are actually the guys that are going to see a bigger bump because they're going to. Th- that's where the scoring is going to come from. I, you know, Mike Scott. He did he did see a nice bump in two games that uh, that Tobias Harris missed earlier this season. Uh, but I'm skeptical that they're going to roll out Mike Scott for 30 minutes a game. And even if they do, he's not he, he's not a fantasy point-per-minute guy anyways. He's no young pup at 32 years old ready to just escalate to 30 minutes. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right, Shannon. I, I, I'm looking at the on-off court stats right now. With Tobias Harris out, Tyrese Maxey's played the most minutes. Shake Milton's played the third most minutes. And both of those guys are averaging almost exactly one fantasy point a minute uh, with Harris off the court. So I think those two are the guys you got to look at uh, for fantasy. Um, okay, Ken, uh, we have another kind of injury situation. Yeah, going Bam on. out of bio. Bam out of bio. Game time decision tonight against the 26 and 6 Utah Jazz. They're saying he's got some left knee tendinosis. Uh, but hasn't missed any time yet. In fact, he's averaged a whopping 35.9 minutes, basically 36 minutes over his last seven games. Uh, Tyler Hero, also a game-time decision with hip injury. He's already missed the last two games. Uh, guys, the Heat have won four in a row despite these injury issues, uh, but the Jazz favored by seven tonight. How do you feel about that line? I think that line... I mean, if Adebayo is out, that line is way too short. That could be like, you know, 11 points if he's out. Um, it won't move that much because the people still respect Miami. But Utah has been absolutely blowing everybody out. It wouldn't surprise me if this ended up in double digits. Yeah, it's, it could get ugly with Bam out. Uh, Utah has just been unbelievable this year, and I expect that to continue tonight. Um, I expect a lot of rim production from Kelly Olenek. <laughs> No, no, I do not. Um, so Olenek's already been starting. Um, you know, he's already been, uh, he's pretty much on fantasy radars because of that starting designation. So if Bam does miss a couple games, who are, who are we targeting from the heat? Precious. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Ken. Um, yeah, yeah, he, he is, he's seen the most minutes without Bam and he gets like, uh, I mean, he has a, I'm looking at this right now. He has a, it's only a 19 usage percentage without Bam, but considering the guy's playing around him, that's pretty good. It's about a one fantasy point per minute situation. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe they'll dust off Chris Silva. I, I don't know. I I wouldn't like bank on him being impactful. It's a, it's a tough situation to gauge based on past performances because the two games that Bam missed, the Heat were shorthanded in other areas. That's why you see like Gabe Vincent, is actually the guy who who saw the biggest jump in fantasy production in those two games without Bam. Uh, Precious was number two, 
Uh, obviously, I don't think it'll be Gabe Vincent uh, moving forward, considering he's a guard. Um, so Precious, I mean, really, if you're looking at a front court player, I think Precious is the guy that I would really keep an eye out on. Uh, 30, 30 fantasy points uh, per game on FanDuel in the, in the two outings without Bam this year. Yeah, and I think I think if you're playing DFS, you have to consider Gobert if Adebayo is out even more so because Gobert could end up getting like eight offensive rebounds or something <laughs> insane like that. Um, on uh, another Western Conference team, although at the opposite end of the standings, for the Timberwolves, Malik Beasley suspended 12 games. Uh, this stems from a felony charge. The charge was in October. The crime occurred in September. This is kind of odd timing. We're basically in the middle of the year. Um, I was confused initially because in December, someone reported, I think it was Dane Moore, but I can't quite remember who, said that he was likely getting a suspension. And then the preseason happened and he played. And then the regular season happened and he played. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess. Um, So... Uh, who do you think is there anybody that benefits in fantasy here? I mean, I I've like I mean, you look at this Wolves roster, they might score like 95 points a game for the next 12 Maybe. games. Um, you know, Russell's already out. I I mean, Jalen Noel is the 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 next guy up on the depth chart. And you know, scoring's the only thing he does do. Uh so I think there might be some shots for him, but you're going to get Zilch in his other categories. And, you know, are they just done with Okogi when they moved him to the bench? I mean, Josh, I know it's supposed to be defense first, but he's been fairly abysmal for them as well. Yeah, I, I could see Okogi getting back into the rotation uh, in a heavier role. Um, I, you know, maybe Jaden McDaniels <clears throat> is one of the one of the more long shot guys, you know, the guys who is actually available in your fantasy league, he's already playing 15 to 20 minutes per game right now. He's, he's made a couple spot start, or I'm sorry, one spot start. Um, I could see him getting bumped up <clears throat> more run. Um, the big winner is probably Anthony Edwards. Um, you know, he, he's already had some great games. He's coming off one of his better games of the season, 21, nine, six and two steals uh, with three, three pointers. Uh, against the Chicago Bulls, uh, that's really, I mean, that's that's guy I'm going to lean on heavily for. I mean, in a, in a lost season, don't they? They have nothing to lose by feeding right. him too many minutes, frankly, right? They need they need to do that, uh, you yeah. know. And I, I expect the new coaching staff will. Um, so Anthony Edwards is really the guy. If you're in a if you're in a shallower league, if you're in an eight league or ten team league, where a guy like Anthony Edwards is available, uh, absolutely pick him up. Um, I think he's going to be. Uh, just putting up, getting a high usage and putting up good stats. The the efficiency might not be great, but overall the stats are going to be good. He's already playing 34 minutes a game over the last eight, so they're running him as much as possible. But yeah, you assume the shot attempts are, are going to take a, a boost. He's already at 16 per contest. Seems like that would go up without Beasley. Absolutely, definitely, definitely will. Uh, Ken, who's well, what news is next for us? Dante David Chenzo goes off last night and the Bucks beat the Pelicans. Uh, double D, 24 points, nine assists, seven rebounds. He hit four three pointers, two steals, and a block. Uh, over his last seven games, David Chenzo's averaged 14.4 points, 5.4 rebounds, 
4.6 assists and 2.4 threes. Alex, as our Bucks expert, has David Chenzo turned the corner, or is this all just because Holiday is out with, due to COVID issues? I think this is mostly Drew Holiday's absence, um, kind of funneling the ball into DiVincenzo's hands more. But, I mean, the four three-pointers, I mean, he's a pretty solid three-point shooter. Um, if, if you swing the ball enough to him, he'll launch up enough threes to score 24 points. Uh, the nine assists are definitely a product of Holiday being out. He is a good rebounder. Like, I think the rebounds are relatively real. The the defensive stats are obviously, you know, relatively real if you kind of take away the minutes to some extent, right? The extra minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a really good fantasy player. It's the stats aren't like gaudy, but good threes, good rebounding. He's a, he's just a very well-rounded guard. 1.1 yeah. steals a game. He's shooting 40% from behind the arc. What were you going to say, Shannon? I Dante's been great, uh, but, you know, it wasn't just Holiday missing last night's game either. You also had DJ Augustin. Augustine sit out, which he was starting for Holiday the past couple games. And then, you know, you factor, you look at who else they have. Uh, you know, Bryn Fraud, he's garbage. He's no good. They, they realize <laughs> that now. So they're not, you know, they had him as, as a spot starter for Holiday for a little while until they realized how garbage he was. You know, so who'd they start? I think Patty Portis. Portis, Portis got the start. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, they, went, they went Twin Towers. Nice. Lopez I like it. Portis. I like it. So I, I just, you know, if Dante were getting 33, 34 minutes per game, you know, I would I would expect much more uh, consistent, solid production. He's been good, like Alex said, and he's going to continue to be solid. But it just amazes me that he only plays uh, under 27 minutes per game. Uh, if you bump that up to 31, 32, 33, uh, he's, he's a top 80 fantasy player. I don't know why the Pelicans are still starting Bledsoe over Hart. You know, I made the wrong call on Bledsoe early this season. Going to lose that Conley bet with you, Shannon, by a lot. Um, but the defense Hart plays is pretty impressive. They're really tall when they go heart ball in the back uh, backcourt um anyway sorry shifted gears to new orleans there but uh, uh alex you think portis and lopez start together for a while is this a one-time fluke i mean if augustine keeps uh, missing maybe um i don't know man i mean portis portis has been getting some pretty good minutes lately because i think lopez has just not been good Lately, um, watching a lot of games, he's like slower not than young. last year, not slower young. than last year, which doesn't seem possible. I mean, he's not that he's 32. It's not like he's a dinosaur out there. Like, you know what I mean? So um, there are a lot of nights where Portis is a better player than him, for sure. Mm. Got it. All right, gentlemen, well, let's go to our new segment, which is the fan feedback section. Uh, fans, if you have a question for us can hit us up on the YouTube comments page of this episode or on the Rotowire pod article that we'll have, and we'll try to answer your question or comment next week. Uh, this week, though, big shout-out to our fan Ramesh K. in India. He's a little bummed we haven't mispronounced any names in a while. So he wanted me to mention Indian national team basketball captain, here we go, Vishesh Briguvanchi. He is India's youngest basketball team captain, and yet he and I have similar male pattern baldness. Anyway, thank you, Ramesh. 
And also a shout out to Austin W out there. Again, fans, please leave us a question or comment on today's YouTube page uh, or on the Rotowire part article. We'll try to address it next week. Ramesh, you'll notice we did not try to say Precious's last name. uh, (laughs) All three of us dodged that bullet. We're like, oh, Precious. What happened to the what happened to the great male pattern baldness players in the NBA? I feel like that just stopped happening Caruso? in like the nineties. Caruso, yeah, I mean, I mean but like carrying that flag, you know, LeBron. I feel like I feel like I go on, uh, you know, Basketball Reference, and there's like like half the players from the eighties who average like nineteen points a game have male pattern baldness. <laughs> Everyone's uh, going the boozer route now. Just yeah, just paint yeah, it. It's just <laughs> sharpie. <laughs> Shannon's never gonna bald, by the way. I mean, look at that head. Look at that bush on top of Shannon's noggin. That's just that. That's movie hair right there, baby. <laughs> okay. Oh, let's... bring us back in, Alex. <laughs> someone with, uh, yeah, we're going back to the waiver wire, and and my first suggestion is someone who also has great hair, T.J. McConnell, the cockroach, uh, who <laughs> who I've brought up before for sure. Um. But he's 41% rostered in Yahoo right now. I don't know why he continues to be on waiver wires. Um, he's ranked 18th in per-game value over the past two weeks. That's 10 points, seven assists, three rebounds, three steals, a block and a half on 60% field goal. Obviously, those blocks numbers are not sustainable. Field goal percentage is not sustainable. But he's been good aside from that um, and should continue to get you basically, you know, eight points, six, seven assists. Etc. So walking through that door anytime soon. No, he's not. Um, and so yeah, McConnell's just you're in a 12 team league. I think McConnell has to be on a roster. All right, well said, Alex. Well said. I'm going to dive into my available in 50 percent of leagues, but I'm cheating a little because I just want to scream. Here comes the rooster, Danello Gallinari. He's rostered in 60 percent of leagues. It's a bit of a stretch. But with DeAndre Hunter and Bogdanovich out for the Hawks, I've been waiting for the Rooster to step up. He may have finally turned a corner with that crazy win over the Celtics, impressed his teammates with 38 points Wednesday. You know, John Collins has only 11.8 uh, points per game over the last four. The Hawks really need uh, a scoring option beyond Trey Young, and I think maybe the Rooster's finally there. What do you think, fellas? Gallinari has been pretty bad this season um last podcast nick and i talked about this clip of him that it didn't go viral but it was it was pretty popular pump fake someone and ended up like losing the ball on the guy's back and then he picked it up and then he drove the lane and shot from the free throw line but he realized he wasn't gonna make it so he threw it off the backboard to himself and tried to make a layup but he got fouled um, so it was, that just sounds incredible. like veteran savvy to me, Alex. It was, it was very <laughs> veteran savvy, but I, I, I'm with you, Ken. I, I watched that. Uh, I watched the Celtics Hawks game, uh, in Atlanta where he went off and he was just shooting from like 30 from the logo. at the end of the he game. One from the logo. That was insane. Yeah. Um, but the, you know, him, him being bad and Bogdanovich being unavailable, it's kind of been part of the reason the Hawks haven't been living up to expectations, yeah. I think. Maybe it just takes a while. New new team, new roster. Yeah. Uh, Short off season. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, you all you know I also just love yelling the rooster. So maybe that was just a shameless plug for one of my favorites. 
No, I mean, 60% roster is pretty, like, I know he hasn't been good, but it seems like more people would stash him on the bench than that. Shannon, who do you have for your available in 50% of league suggestion? Ken, you opened the door for cheating with your Danilo, so I'm going to cheat a little bit, too. Uh, you Derek invented White. cheating on this, Shannon. You oh, invented cheating on this. Joel, Joel Embiid's a really good center. You're <laughs> <laughs> in a three-team league. <laughs> Derek White, I hear, is really talented, Shannon. Derek White. All right. San, San Antonio Spurs. Uh, he, is, he is available in 38% of Yahoo leagues, uh, over 70% of ESPN leagues. And he's a stud. There's no way around it. Like, it, it, unbelievable to me. I get it. He, he's out right now with the COVID protocols. Uh, he missed a ton of time earlier this season. But as soon as he returns, I, I would scoop him up now. If you're in a 12-team league, he absolutely should be owned. Um, you know, in the two games prior uh, to being out with COVID pro, for COVID protocols, he averaged 18 points, three rebounds, four assists, 2.5 steals. He's just going to have... Good all-around production. That production I mentioned over those two games is in only 22 minutes. You know, the minutes probably, he, he's not going to be getting 30 minutes per game immediately. Uh, there is going to be some, you know, he's going to fluctuate a little bit. But overall, I think he's a top 50, top 60 fantasy player for the rest of the season. Um, or at, at when he returns. Uh, he has that type of upside. So I would absolutely scoop him up in 12-team leagues. I, I can think of 73 million reasons why he's going to get more shots uh, when he returns for the Spurs. They threw a four-year deal at him in the offseason, even knowing he was a little dinged up. I mean, what he missed the first 20, first uh, 15 yeah. games or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he's working his way back in the rotation. Yep. Yeah. And, he was, and, uh, I was just saying. He was, he, nah, he's just working his way back and then got COVID. And I think after the All-Star break will be like a really good opportunity for him. Absolutely. Don't worry about Lonnie Walker or Patty Mills. Derek White's going to get the minutes once he's ready. Uh, All right, Alex, give us your long shot of the week. Uh, from Shannon's Detroit Pistons, Sabin Lee, 23% rostered. We have DeLon Wright out for at least two weeks. Just as uh, but he well. It's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, Wright's missed the past three games, and during those games, Lee has ranked as the 67th best player on a per-game value in eight-category fantasy leagues. 15 points, four assists, three rebounds, two steals, 65% field goal in 28 minutes. Obviously, we know that field goal percentage is coming down, but the two steals is nice. I don't think that's entirely a fluke, and the four assists, three rebounds is nice. He can, you know, he's doing stuff out there besides just launching up shots. Yeah, he's looked really good. Um, I think he's worth a pickup in 14-team leagues. I don't know, 10-team, 12-team leagues. I'm not sure if he'll have any long-term value, maybe for the next few games. Um, but it remains to be seen. They're still starting Dennis Smith Jr. for some odd reason. But uh, okay. but Lee is getting more minutes, um, and I like Lee more than uh, Dennis Smith Jr. if you have to pick between the two. Um, one other piston that deserves mention is Sadiq Bay. Uh, yeah, he's he's been on fire past eight games, 16 and a half points, two and a half, sorry, two and a half three pointers, three and a half rebounds, five and a half. Uh, oh, man, you guys, I apologize. I am reading the wrong line. You're that's, reading the 36. That's Tyrese Halliburton. But guess what? <laughs> that's how good that 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 shows how good 
they as Ben. Hey, because I'll say this, if, past, Sadiq, if Sadiq Bay could just play the Celtics every night, he'd be an all-star. Well, Guys well here, they, I know he's he's been great. Uh, but you look at Halliburton and Bay are ranked side by side over the past two weeks. That's how good Bay's been. 15 points, three, 3.4 pointers, 6.3 rebounds, 2.1 assists. The assist is what gave it away for me when I knew I knew I was reading the wrong line when I said 5.5 assists. Uh, isn't, what, isn't Bay the main reason that they're well, other than the crazy pay? But isn't that the main reason they said Blake, please uh, go home? I, that's absolutely a big part of it. Uh, and Bay's Bay's questionable right now. Um, he's going to be locked into the starting lineup moving forward. He's playing 32 minutes per game over the past uh, two weeks. Um, he's only, he's only owned in 45% of Yahoo leagues, 27% of ESPN. Uh, I do think he is absolutely 12 game material or 12 team material, uh, 10 team leagues, possibly depends on how deep your rosters are. Um, All right. So, but he's so right, Shannon, right in that range. Sadiq Bay or Derek White, who's really your available in 50% of league suggestion. You got to pick one. I'm picking two. I'm picking both. You have can't two go, garbage. You yes, can't you go have, long shot on Bay. He's got 45% ownership. 27%, 27% in ESPN leagues. I can go long shot there. And I'll That's still have another long shot. It's 15%. I'll, I'll still have another long shot. Don't worry. All right? We're just talking about Bay right now. We have to talk about it. I, it's, I'm required Stand to talk about at least one piston every month. All right? <laughs> Bay gets it. Bay is my February piston. Did you want to mention to Alex uh, your long shot with Mike uh, Beasley out? We mentioned him earlier, but you want to bring him up again? Yeah, Jalen Noel. I I don't know if it's Noel or I think I it was Noel. To that out myself Noel. too. I, yeah. uh, either way, um, uh, again, Someone you look at the step shoot. chart. Someone has to shoot. I looked up Minnesota's offensive rating without Beasley or Russell on the court. It is 100 uh, per 100 possessions, which is awful. And Noel per 36 minutes is 21 points a game, four rebounds, two and a half threes. So, I mean, that's if you're again, if you're in a 14 team league and you are just desperate or even a, I mean, if you're in a 20 team league, maybe he's available. Um, so, you know, he's definitely just, available. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he's available. You'll be able to get him. But if you need points of threes, he's kind of a zero everywhere else. But he's, if you need points of threes, he's going to have yeah. that opportunity. And right, it, my long and, shot of the week is also my dull suggestion of the week. And it follows the rules, Shannon, of 15% or less ownership. I'm going with the very boring Bruce Brown of your Brooklyn Nets. He and Joe Harris are really good fits with the Brooklyn's big three. Brown's defense deserves minutes. And he can finally catch and shoot after struggling with his shot in Detroit. He's had three straight double-digit scoring games without KD in the lineup. Last six games, he's averaged 1.7 steals a game, 11.7 points, four rebounds, and two assists. That is my long shot and dull suggestion of the week. Extremely dull. I have an exciting long shot. Nicholas Claxton, Brooklyn Nets. DeAndre Jordan's garbage. We all know this. (laughs) Claxton made his season debut earlier this week. Yeah, he's a 21-year-old big man. He can actually, he's an actual big man, an actual center. I think he could end up earning enough, enough minutes to be fantasy-relevant in deep formats later this season. If you're in 
Or if, you, if you're in a dynasty league and he's available and you want to stash him on your bench, if you're in a deep 14-team league where you can stash players like this on your bench, I think Claxton's worth consideration. I just don't believe in DeAndre Jordan uh, enough. I, I, you know, they, Jeff Green and DeAndre Jordan are not are not cutting it for me at the center position for the Nets. So it's entirely possible the Nets add add some buyout candidate uh, later this season to play the five for him. But if they don't, Claxton could get an opportunity to see 20 minutes per game later this year. Also, Claxton, better hair than DeAndre Jordan. Much better hair. Yeah. True. Yeah, Claxton, Claxton, he's, when I've watched him, he's been all right. I think he had one big game last year, if I remember incorrectly. Um, But yeah, per 36 minutes for his career, which is only 216 minutes, uh, 14 points, eight rebounds, three assists, uh, two blocks, and a steal. Um, so, I mean, he was a first round pick. He's a late first round pick, but, let me, um, let me give you a stats from last night, 15 minutes, 10 points, three rebounds, four steals, two blocks. It was a blowout. Uh, they, they beat Orlando by 37 points. Uh, you know, and that's not going to happen every night, obviously. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's encouraging me that he's at least played back to back games, 14 to 15 minutes. Um, the defensive upside is is obviously where he would come into play from a fancy perspective. So, yeah, he's a long shot, but if you're in a deep enough league, I think he's he's worth consideration. Uh, I think that does it for us in terms of the waiver wire. So let's move on to uh, DFS. So we have a nine-game slate for the second Friday in a row. There's only one game with an over-under of at least 230, and it is... Uh, Charlotte at Golden State, which should be a really fun game to watch. You have Curry against LaMelo Ball. Um, Hayward in that game? What's the deal with his hand injury? Is he in or out? I think he's, he's good to go. I think he'll be in. He, I watched the game on Wednesday night. or was it? Yeah, Wednesday night uh, against the Suns. He was dealing with the hand injury then, and he was fine. Uh, I fully would expect him yeah, to play. Yeah, I think you're right. Sorry, I cut you off there, Alex. Go ahead. Go back to the program. Uh, we got so main injuries. Um, again, this is a brief list because it's half the time it's outdated. Like if you listen to this pocket three o'clock, just you know check the the website. But check the RotoWire lineups page, most popular yes. page on RotoWire.com. <laughs> yeah, bandwagon onto the page. We appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> LeBron is probable, but he's going to play. Adebayo questionable. Schroeder probable. That's good for the Lakers. Zeller. Uh, Cody Zeller, that is questionable. Tyler Hero, questionable. Cam Reddish, questionable. Sadiq Bay, questionable. Um, I'm going to kick Alex, things off. Alex, I want to relieve yeah, you of having to list LeBron as probable every, every I know. week. <laughs> uh, can, can you relieve me of having to type up the note every day? <laughs> At least save yourself on the pod to not have to mention his phantom ankle injury. Okay. Um, I hope that I hope people use that. I haven't heard anybody use it to play into like his MVP narrative, but I hope I think as a joke, someone should be like, you know, it's the hardest season he's ever gone through. He played on a sprained ankle the whole year, 36 years old, 36 <laughs> minutes. You know, I mean, oh, you look have. at every I, I have I have 90 pages of injury reports. Look, he's on every single one of them. Um, OK, so uh, DFS picks. Uh, first guy who stuck out to me was Clint Capella. $8,200 on FanDuel against OKC. The Thunder are missing Al Horford. Uh, so their front line is like Darius Baisley, Isaiah Roby, and Mike Muscala. 
so that is huge for Capella, who is averaging 47 fantasy points when he sees at least 30 minutes. Obviously, that's a mark we should expect him to hit. And he also has three games with at least 60 fantasy points, which is a mark that, again, we should not be surprised if he hits here. He's not inexpensive, but I feel like this is a pretty clear uh, target for DFS. Um, the Roby the pattern is pretty good for opposing centers, too. The poor, that poor kid's getting clobbered every time Big Al has to go take a rest in his hammock. He is, but he's looked good, actually. I mean, he didn't play at all last year, and I think he's looked better than Baisley uh, during a lot of games, who Baisley's kind of having trouble shooting the ball. Uh, Ken, how about you? Who's who's sticking out to you? Well, I'm, I'm banging the drum. I want to point out that I had this suggestion long before Shannon's rant, but Sadiq Bey, if, if, he is questionable tonight, but if he does play on that ankle, uh, I like him. I like him a lot at 5,100 on FanDuel versus the Rockets. Got an over-under of that game of 225.5. Detroit really needs scoring. Mentioned Dennis Smith as their starting point guard. And Bidet, uh, Bay is a streaky shooter when he gets hot. Did I just say Bidet? That was terrible. <laughs> that was a bad slip right there. But Bay, when he gets hot, he gets red hot from behind the arc. So I just like his upside. But again, check the Rotowire site for news on his ankle. He's going to be a game-time decision tonight. He he is the bidet for the Pistons. He is going <laughs> to spray that crap away and bring this franchise back to glory. So I like it, Ken. I like bring it, it all together. <laughs> I, I I agree. If Bay plays, uh, I think he's a good option. I am skeptical. I'm not very optimistic that he's going to play. Uh, if you know Josh Jackson, much better option uh, with Bay out. Yeah, I like I like Jackson either way. Uh, 5700 on FanDuel. Uh, Jeremy Grant had a, had a night off. He returns tonight. Uh, 7600, good price, good matchup on FanDuel. Uh, we mentioned uh, Isaiah Roby. You know, with with Horford out, 4600 on FanDuel. Uh, but one guy, I, I my my main building piece for a lineup tonight is Lamelo Ball, and I don't know. How you can avoid playing LaMelo Ball while he's still priced under $8,000 on FanDuel. It makes yeah. absolutely zero sense. His pricing, just since he got started, moved into the starting lineup, he it, he hasn't moved up in pricing that much, and he's an absolute lock for me. Even in a bad matchup against Utah, he scores 41 fantasy points. A bad matchup against Phoenix, he scores 39 fantasy points. I'm plugging him in every time until his his salary jumps a significant amount. Um, yeah, he didn't have a great outing against Golden State uh, last week, but I'm not worried about it. I just well, when Devontae, I watched, with Devontae Graham out, there's a lot of yeah, shots. Yeah, Graham. That's football. that's the thing. Graham is still out. He's already been ruled out for tonight. So yeah, it's I've got to roll with Melo again. What I, do you think I, long term? I'm a, a bit of a tangent here, but what do you think about long term about Graham's? Uh, Graham's value you know the shot percentage has never been great they sure leaned on him a lot last year but he's not the star the ball is no I mean I don't I don't really mind I kind of like the three guard rotation like I'm a fan of that kind of idea of like you have at least one combo guard and you can make that sort of a thing work every guy each guy plays at least 30 minutes um yeah I mean he's shooting I mean 36 percent on twos is Graham but he's just out there to pass, to not turn the ball over and to hit threes. And that's like 
that's very okay. And if you're bringing that guy off the bench to do that, I think you're okay. Um, I don't know what his like long-term fantasy prospect is. I mean, if he's not, if he can get 30 minutes, he'll be fine. That's, that's my view on it. Essentially. Mm -hmm. I am, I am not very optimistic, uh, optimistic on Graham's long-term outlook anymore. Uh, before the season, I, you know, I was, yeah, I was worried about LaMelo being drafted, but I thought Graham would be able to carve out that role over scary Terry. Um, Malik Monk was an afterthought, but now, when I look at the way Monk's played Monk over is playing the, well. Yeah. Monk's played really well the you know the past dozen games. Um and Monk's one of the better three point shooters in the league. He's hitting forty seven percent of his three point attempts this season. Um, you know, you comp that to Graham, who's only hitting thirty five percent, under thirty five percent of his three point attempts. I think there's a real possibility that when Graham returns, he's Fourth. He's the fourth guard, essentially, for this team. Um, In some or, ways, his injury was almost good news for Charlotte, right? I mean, yeah. it let him free up minutes for Monk. It let Ball be the guy. It's all, you know, it's almost good news. And They're playing well. Scary Terry's been really good. Watch. He, he, you know, he's been much better than anyone's projections would have had him at, uh, you know, much better than last year. Terry Rozier who never got over 40% shooting in his four years with the Celtics is shooting 49% from the field mm -hmm. this year and hitting game winners. It's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it the, is. The Hornets have a, they play really well in offense in terms of sharing the ball, trying to get easy shots for everybody. One interesting thing is Devonte Graham uh, expiring contract makes 1.6 million this year, not under contract for next year. Um, I think it's technically a rookie deal. So I don't know what they'll do in terms of like an extension. He'll, I think he'll be a restricted free agent. It will be interesting to see where he ends up next season. Uh, the one other thing that stood out to me on this slate is I like all the Phoenix guys prices against the bulls, Chris Paul, 7,500 Devin Booker, 7,700 Deandre Ayton, 6,800. Um, again, like I feel like it's two of those three guys who go off. But they're all really affordable, and um, Chicago's not that good. They've been playing better, but they're still not that good. So if you you could play th all three of those guys and just hope for a high you know pace game, I don't, I'm not sure I'd stack it because Phoenix's defense is pretty good. So I'm not sure I'd take anybody on Chicago outside of like Zach Levine. But uh, I thought the pricing was interesting there. I, I actually am somewhat worried about Zach Levine just because I think he could see a lot of bridges tonight. Um, and nice. that's that's really the one matchup that scares me on the defensive side for Phoenix is I just don't want the guy who has to deal with bridges all night. Um, so like Kobe White, I actually like Kobe White. Uh, and and may, maybe this is just re I understand where Phoenix stacks up defensively you know, season for the entirety of the season. But after watching a couple of their games the past week, I, I'm not scared of them defensively. I, I'm not. I, I wasn't scared to run Lamelo out uh, previously, and when I watched that game, you know, everyone. Uh, Scary Terry had a tough game, but you know, Monk looked great. Lamelo Ball looked great. Gordon Hayward looked fine. I I'm just not that worried about a guy like like Chris Paul. Chris Paul's a savvy defender, but he's old. He's old, and I expect Kobe White to be fine. The only the more concern with Kobe White, who has been playing really well lately. Uh, is that he gets yanked because his defense is so horrible. Um, but he, he's he been good, uh, what, averaging over the past three, about 35 fantasy points per. Um, 
Yeah, I Wendell Carter. I, I don't believe in Aiton's defense either. Wendell Carter's really stepped up. I don't like that his price has gone up on FanDuel, but I think he's a solid option. And Levine's actually the only guy I'm scared to run out for, for the Bulls. I think that makes sense. Um, yeah, it is a tough call. Um, one thing I will mention, I will gladly avoid every single Miami player uh, against this Utah team, um, except maybe Olenek if Adebayo's out. It's not good I think for he, their offense without Adebayo throwing assists from the elbow. That is not good for Duncan Robinson getting open looks or other Heat players, frankly. Well, the good news is it's in Miami, so we should hopefully we know the starting lineup early. If Adebayo's out, I do like Precious. He's a minimum price player, small forward eligibility on FanDuel. Um, ah, that'll be tough for me to pass up if he if he's announced as the starter. Yeah. Well, or do you just hope uh, Butler? Carrying the team cranks out another triple double, or is the price too high? Butler is I. He's been so damn good, and for guys, when you look at guys who have sixty point upside, um, you know the amount of times he's topped fifty points already this season. For instance, um, I think he's actually underpriced on Fanduel. Um, Ninety two hundred. Yeah. So I mean, you know, he he and Kawhi. No, 92 and 97. Um, they're basically like the same type of ceiling. Um, I, I am okay, especially if Bam's out. I'm okay spending that on Butler. Okay, uh, Ken, it is time for your old man rant. The Celtics, now 15 and 17, are terrible. We're on month 12 of this damn pandemic winter. Vermont is freezing. All I want is a glass of decent bourbon and to be left alone in my man cave to watch the seas. But their lazy, stupid play of late is making me furious. I can't sleep. Pass the damn ball. Play freaking defense. Give a turd. Every team has injuries. Every team has COVID issues. Every team is tired. You either care or you don't care. Boston does not deserve to have two all-stars with their losing records. Send Brown and Tatum home and place a bonus and add a bio. Ah! Seeing Charlotte, Chicago, and New York above Boston in the standings is jarring. Unholy. It's honestly arousing. (laughs) (laughs) I knew we were going there. I, I do say it I was mean, going how, there. Okay, it Ken. But how much I so the thing is I understand the Celtic people panicking about the Celtics, but <laughs> isn't it I mean, Marcus Smart's been out for like what, ten games? And I love and I love Marcus. And he's the glue guy on that team. But your defense can't be this atrocious with just any one guy out. Uh you know, you're right. There's reason for optimism, and of course, Spoiled Boston sports fans are wildly overreacting. But first of all, Alex, I have to come up with a rant every week. You know, I'm not always this angry. Come on, give me, throw me a bone. And this was too easy. They're 15 and 17. Boston fans should be panicking. It's embarrassing, honestly. 
Um, the losses I mean, are ugly is the worst part, too. I mean, yeah, that, it, they're, they're literally not plastic. They I, play I defense make, very right. short spurts. I can make a legit argument that over the past 10 games, Boston, you know, Detroit's been a much better team than the Boston Celtics, um, which is uh, the Pistons great, beating honestly. the Celtics also makes a good case. Twice, right? Wasn't it twice? Exactly. Tw- yes, it twice. <laughs> but the Pistons Once in the are, last 10. You mentioned yeah. the last 10, though. Yeah, they're no, they're the, the king they're the king slayers of the NBA. The Pistons have beat all yeah. the good teams, uh, which is kind of frustrating. I'd, honestly, I'd still prefer to be a Celtics fan than a Pistons fan right now. But last ten games, absolutely, Pistons have been better. The, this I to have, me have some to, faith. Turn to me, it's just so simple. All Boston has to do is add a a good post presence uh, to that team, and it's amazing to me that they haven't been able to do that. It just, you know, it it backs up my theory or my belief that Danny Ainge has been a complete failure as the GM of the Boston Celtics. Wow. He does have a championship ring <laughs> as GM. I'll say this, though. If we're going to poke Danny, what are you doing with all those picks the last two years? Move That's up. I'm saying. Move I'm up, saying. Danny. We're two picks away from Halliburton this year. We're one pick away from Tyler Hero last year. All these Grant William types aren't doing anything. They're just fodder. We need one quality guy off the bench, not a bunch of yucks off. Uh, it it doesn't on, make Alex. sense. It doesn't move make on. sense. Oh, I'm, uh, yeah, uh, the blood in my head pulsating. <laughs> I would I would not trade my Mr. Weaver for your Mr. Ainge. Never. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the mispronounced names. Uh, you already can. I don't know. Someone tentatively put it in Vashesh Brigavanshi. That uh, is the uh, captain of the Indian basketball uh, national basketball team. I just assume I mispronounced it. And now I assume you have as well, Alex. I don't know what the correct one is, but uh, thank you, Ramesh, from the new fan feedback segment of the weekly Friday podcast. And we also had Sadiq Bidet. Um, Maybe we'll get a Bidet sponsor next week. <laughs> um, but Shannon tied it together. So that might be a new a new p- official podcast nickname, much like the cockroach for TJ McConnell, who you cannot get rid of. Sadiq Bidet. <laughs> we got to turn that into a positive, though, because we all like it. Is. He washes, like he washes the stink away. He wa- <laughs> Sadiq Bidet washes the stink away. All right. <laughs> Nice. I like it. Let's let's keep using that. Okay. Um, thank you everybody for joining us on the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Ken, take us out of here. Let's go to San Antonio, where Greg Popovich opined about the high amount of three-point attempts in today's basketball. He said, There's no basketball anymore. There's no beauty. It's pretty boring. Attention passengers! This three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? 
What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.